13-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones. Hey, I'm Connor and this is Fun Kids Meets, the podcast where we meet your heroes. Recently, I caught up with Antonio Banderas and found out about Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Hey, Antonio, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? Very well, thank you. And you? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm very excited about the fact Puss in Boots is back. Listen, how does it feel to be playing him again? It was just great. It was just uh, revisiting. It's almost like visiting a, a, an old friend. That's uh, that's the feeling of it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Like seeing an old friend. Now, in the film, Pussy's on a mission to find the wishing star. Now, if yeah. you had one wish, what would your wish be, Antonio, and why? Very similar. My wish would be very similar to the one of Pussy Boots. I would like to have nine lives. And uh, so that's what he's looking for, just to refilled, <laughs> you know, his lost lives. No, the character, actually, we found very early in the movie, in the movie um, that he lost uh, eight of his nine lives. Now he got only one left, and that uh, makes him uh, just to enter in a completely new universe of possibilities. Now with the possibility of... Uh, dying, you know, his personality changes slightly. You know, he becomes uh, more vulnerable, he becomes more existential, he becomes, uh, you know, more complex and more profound <laughs> in a way. And uh, so, yeah, that's a, it's a big difference to the other movies in which he's so arrogant, he's just so full of himself, mm-hmm. knowing that whatever happens, you know, he always have one more life. So, but that's that's not the case in this particular version in this last movie. No, absolutely. There's so many great messages, as you've just mentioned there, throughout the film. Uh, lots of lots too about friendship. I feel a lot of that within it, and opening up and talking about your feelings, and you know, yeah. that's something that we really feel within that film. Now, for you personally, how important do you think it is for children that are going to be seeing this film to kind of understand those emotions? Absolutely important, and and but friendship has been a constant since we started to do, uh, you know, the first movies of Shrek, um, the participation of Puss became in number two, and then it continues to its own movies too. But the friendship was always there as one of the big pillars to understand the characters. Um, In this particular one, I think it's for kids. And after, um, you know, we have been going through the pandemic and kids were confined as adults and they lived in a way an experience that nobody knew if they were prepared for or not, you know, just to confront that experience with a character that now is, you know, 
in front of a, of a truth, a reality, which is, you know, the possibility to die. It makes life very important. And at the end, that is the message that comes through his friends, Perrito, Little Dog, and also uh, Soft Paws, mm-hmm. played by Salma Hayek. Is just, you have to actually make of your own life something really important. You have to value what you have because you have the possibility to lose it, you know, and that is very important to live every day and every second as it was the last one that you're going to have. That is the big, the big difference, you know, with the other movies in which Puss <laughs> just behaves in a completely different way. No, yeah, it's great to see that in this movie as well, we are really focusing on those strong messages of which you was just mentioning there. And it's, I think, done in such a, a magical and clever way as well with it being a, a kid's film. It's, it's so subtly there, but it really is standing out within the film. Would you agree? Absolutely. We, we established from the beginning of uh, this uh, series of movies, you know, a very specific style to do, it, to do them. Um, in a way... You know, the, the stories, the narrative of the movie, uh, you know, how it was created at the beginning based on fairy tales that we all know, but changing slightly them, you know, taking another angle to look at the same characters that has been with kids, uh, with me, you know, when I was a kid from a long time ago and, and just looking at them uh, from a completely different perspective. Uh, and then also in the way that we actually were doing the process of making this happening. You know, we have a lot of freedom. We have a lot of capacity of improvisation. You can do the movies um, anywhere that you are in the world. In fact, you know, this last one, I did the whole entire performance in Malaga in a very little studio that is literally in front of the theater where I was performing every night. And the, the only problem that I had is that Puss in Boots is very loud. He's <laughs> a no, very I'm... loud character and I had to sing every night. So <laughs> every time that I did a session for Pussy Boots, yeah. my voice was gone. Oh. I mean, it's, it's the joy I, of playing Pussy Boots, right? It's the joy of playing Pussy Boots. He's a big loud character. Yeah, but you cannot tell the audience in the theatre, I'm sorry, I'm not going to see so well today because actually I've been just performing Pussy Boots. Because yeah. you cannot, that doesn't work like that. But you no. know, the, the procedure, the, the, uh, the way in which these movies are done is very, um, um, very special, um, very unique. Uh, they give you a lot of possibilities of creating the character with the cartoonists, with the creators, with the director, with the screenwriters, with everybody that is behind. So we all participate in the sessions. The session is not just you, some lines, uh, and you just go and you just say the lines. It's many people on screens from Los Angeles. Yeah. Everybody has an opinion. We, we talk, we discuss, we just find different ways. We do actually many different versions. So they have the option later just to edit in the way that they consider is the best. So it's, it's, it's more complex than the people think, but at the same time, it's very rewarding. Absolutely. Now, quickly, really quickly, before we shoot, I would love something from you. On the Fun Kids Breakfast Show here in the UK, we have something every Monday, a little segment called Monday Motivation. Now, before you shoot, Antonio, any words for some motivation for the kids across the UK? Well, uh, the motivation is, yeah, to preserve actually movies in the movie theatres. 
that is a good motivation. Go there, go to the magical space called movie theater, in which you can watch something with other people that you don't know in a dark space with a big screen to enjoy, you know, the fact that you are doing something with others. That is a good thing to do. That is the motivation for this Monday. Antonio, that is great motivation. Go and enjoy the magic of movies. Thank you so much for your time today and uh, well done on the film. It's such a, it's such a great film. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Antonio Banderas and it was so cool to talk to Puss in Boots himself and find out all about what he would do with his extra eight lives. If you love this podcast, then remember to listen to Stream It where Robin and I chat to the biggest celebs in the universe and find out all about the films and TV shows you need to be watching. Thirteen-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.